Hi, you're listening to Stay Tuned. This is season two, episode 61, and it's a podcast I call He is Mr. Ed. In the 1960s, we had some crazy sitcom situations, a wife who was a witch, a genie who was found in a bottle, a dead mother who inhabited a car radio, and the monsters who tried to adjust to the normal human world. One show that was not that incredible was Mr. Ed. If someone said they were writing a show about a talking horse, it should sound a bit far-fetched. But when you watched the show, it all seemed quite plausible. Let's take a look at what made Mr. Ed a fairly well-written and enjoyable series. Mr. Ed was developed by Arthur Lubin, a producer and director. Lubin had worked on the Francis the Talking Mule movies. He wanted to make a similar show for television. He was unable to gain the rights to Francis, but then he heard about a children's author, Walter R. Brooks. Brooks had a series of short stories about a talking horse. His stories were published by Bantam, but he had passed away in 1958, so he was never able to see the television show his work inspired. The pilot was financed by George Burns and filmed at his McCadden studio. It was titled, titled Wilbur Pope and Mr. Ed. Scott McKay played Wilbur Pope, Sandra White played his wife, and Mr. Ed was played by a chestnut gelding who was temperamental and difficult to work with. Lubin was not able to sell the show to one of the major networks, so he decided to finance it as a syndication sitcom. The cast was switched up a bit. Bamboo Harvester, a golden palomino, was brought in to play Ed, and his voice was kept secret at the time, but later revealed to be Rocky Lane, an old Western star. Alan Young came on board as the now-named Wilbur Post, and Connie Hines played his wife, Carol. Young was actually a blonde, but in the black-and-white version, his hair blended into the horses, so Connie Hines' hairdresser would dye Young's hair brunette. Originally, Lubin discussed naming it the Alan Young Show, but Alan did not want to do that in case it bombed. He did, however, buy into the show, which resulted in his earning a lot of money later. Ed's singing voice was provided by Sheldon Allman. However, the line, I am Mr. Ed, at the end of the theme song, was done by the song's composer, Jay Livingston. Jay Livingston and Ray Evans wrote the theme song, an instrumental version was used for the first seven episodes, then lyrics were added. The lyrics are, a horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Go right to the source and ask the horse. He'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. Ed. People to yakety yak a streak and waste your time of day but Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and this one will talk till his voice is hoarse. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed. The first 26 episodes were so popular that CBS picked it up. It aired on CBS from October 1961 until February 1966. During the sixth season, CBS moved the show from the primetime schedule and broadcast it later on Sunday afternoons. There are 143 episodes in all, and they were all filmed in black and white. Lubin got Studebaker Packard Corporation to sponsor the show in syndication, and it continued to do so once CBS picked it up. The Post owned a 1962 Lark convertible. Unfortunately, Studebaker sales plummeted in the early 1960s, and the production stopped in 1963. From then on, Ford provided the cars seen on the show. Ed also had a double named Pumpkin, a quarter horse which was a stunt double. Later, Pumpkin was featured in a pudding commercial and then went on to appear in another film waste presentation, 
show Green Acres. The Poles live in Los Angeles and Wilbur was an architect. Their next door neighbors and friends were Roger and Kay Addison, played by Larry Keating and Edna Skinner. Keating died in the middle of the series and Edna continued with the show. Later, Wilbur's former commanding officer, Colonel Gordon Kirkwood, played by Leon Ames, and his wife Winnie, played by Florence McMichael, move into the Addisons' home. Both the Addisons and the Kirkwoods think Wilbur is a bit nuts. They often hear him talking to himself, and to cover for Ed, he gets involved in a lot of awkward situations. Wilbur is also a bit accident-prone. Wilbur's wife resented the time Wilbur liked to spend with his horse instead of her. Her father, Mr. Higgins, played by Jack Albertson, thought she should leave Wilbur and considered him a kook. Mr. Ed only talks to Wilbur. The reason given for Ed refusing to talk to anyone else is he thought Wilbur was the only person worth talking to. It worked because Ed was not treated as an unbelievable horse who could talk. He appeared as an equal character. Ed was also quite intelligent. He could read and play chess. He was able to use the phone to get information. In fact, Bamboo Harvester really couldn't answer the phone. He just could not have a conversation. He was also able to open the barn door. Ed would pout at times, and when he didn't get his way, he threatened to run away a lot. In an online article, The World of Mr. Ed, What You Don't Know About the Talking Horse, written by Ed Gross in April of 2018, quoted Ben Starr, who wrote 42 of the episodes. Starr explained the reason the show worked was because he and producer Lou Derman really knew how to do the show because we figured out how to make it work for kids and grown-ups. He had to take care of the grown-ups, and that was our secret. Mr. Ed featured a lot of famous guest stars, including Mae West, Clint Eastwood, George Burns, Georgia Gabor, Leo DeRocher, John Provost, Sebastian Cabot, Donna Douglas, Irene Ryan, Alan Hale Jr., Neil Hamilton, William Bendix, Sharon Tate, and Jack LaLanne. Bamboo Harvester was trained by Les Hilton. At a time when trainers could be considered somewhat cruel, Hilton was always respectful of his animals and never used force or abuse on them. Hilton had to be on set whenever the horse was. To make it appear to be talking, Hilton originally used a nylon thread to open his mouth. Bamboo Harvester was quite smart, though, and learned to talk on cue whenever Hilton touched his hoof. A story made the rounds that Ed was made to talk by applying peanut butter to the horse's mouth, but later Young admitted he made that up because it was more interesting than the real story. Bamboo Harvester appeared to be a professional. He usually only needed one take to complete his action. Hilton had to teach him to play a variety of sports, including riding a skateboard. However, when he got tired of working for the day, he just walked off the set. He received 20 pounds of hay and a gallon of sweet tea daily. Apparently, Young and the horse became very close. Young had a great respect for his co-star, and after the show ended, he would make trips to see Bamboo Harvester in his retirement. I cannot find a definite date of death for the horse. There are a lot of conflicting stories out there. Young claimed the horse was in a stable in California where he lived on Hilton's property. One version is that one day when Hilton was out of town, Bamboo Harvester was given a tranquilizer because he was having trouble getting up, and he died hours later. Another story I read was that the horse was euthanized in 1970 in Oklahoma. He was reported to be suffering from arthritis and kidney problems. One story I did confirm is that a horse did die in February of 1979 in Oklahoma, but it was not Bamboo Harvester. It was a horse that posed for still pictures for the show, which led to false reports of being Mr. Ed when he died. 
Apparently, a reboot was planned for the Fox Network in 2004, starring Sherman Humsley as the voice of Mr. Ed, David Allen Bashy as Wilbur, and Sherilyn Fenn as Carol. I cannot find any information about whether a pilot was filmed or not. And another movie version was discussed in 2012 when Waterman Entertainment announced they were developing a new feature film based on the TV show. Once again, I cannot find further information on the movie. Mr. Ed was popular during its run. A lot of collectible products were created in the 1960s, including comic books and board games. Mr. Ed was not a show on my must-watch list, and I don't watch a lot of reruns for it. However, when I do catch one, I never feel like I wasted my time. The show worked and felt believable. Currently, it's not on MeTV or Antenna TV, but it is available on DVD.